CSN International presents To Every Man an Answer, the live apologetics program that equips you to give a reason for the hope that lies within you. If you have a Bible question or a question on the Christian faith, you can call us at 1-888-827-5276. Again, that's 1-888-ASK-CSN. Let's get things started. Here's today's host, Mike Kessler. Hi, and welcome to Friday's edition of To Every Man and Answer as we wrap up this week. Looking forward to being with all of you for about the next hour as we get together every weekday afternoon at this time, answering questions about the Bible from the Bible, looking at current events from a biblical perspective, and also what we hear in church. Is it even in the Bible at all? And we're finding more and more so much of it isn't. So it's good to know your Bible. It's good to be able to ask questions. And so if you've been reading your Bible, someone's asked you a question, you've got a question, hey, just give us a call. We're here for you to help you. That number to call again, 8888-ASK-CSN. We got a couple lines open here. So if you want to call, we want to encourage you to be on the program today. Joining me today, special guest featured CSN speaker on the weekends, Brad Dacus from the Dacus Report from PJI.org, representing people against tyrannical government. Hi, and welcome, Brad. Oh, thank you, Pastor Mike. Great to be on the show. Um, I, I don't think we have to look very far to find tyrannical government anymore. Uh, saw your interview on Fox News um, and uh, talking about this insane thing in California with the schools where parents don't have a right to know about their small school children. What's going on? And can you tell us about it? Uh, Tucker Carlson, I believe you were on his program and and um, uh, very, very uh, informative. I think so many people don't really know what's going on and the wool that they're trying to pull the state of California over the parents' eyes. What parent in the world would not want to know what their child is doing? You're you're absolutely right. Uh, and I hats off to Tucker Carlson for being willing to interview myself as well as our client, uh, Jessica. She's a, a, has been a great teacher. Uh, she has a spotless record. And she was fired not because of her job, but what she did on her job. She was fired because of her religious beliefs and conscience. And here's how it happened. So she is a, a gym instructor at a high school in the uh, Euro, uh, Europa Valley School District and uh, in Riverside County, California. And some students saw on the internet that she had uh, said some things about her faith, and what she believed. Uh, it wasn't exactly politically correct necessarily. So uh, some students reported this. And the school administrators uh, did an investigation, brought her in on a, I would call it like a witch trial, and uh, trying to find something wrong that, you know, with her. So she, they asked her three questions. First was, uh, are you willing to use pronouns that a child wants you to use that's different than their uh, actual biological sex? In other words, are you willing to affirm confusion, uh, existing confusion, gender confusion for that on a child? She said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I could never do something that encourage confusion or play into confusion on a child. They said, okay, second, uh, are you willing to lie to parents? That is, you know, hide things from parents regarding a child who may have gender identity uh, dysphoria or confusion. She says, no, absolutely not. I will not lie to parents. I cannot lie to parents. I would, no, absolutely not. And they said, okay, third, are you willing to allow a teenage boy, a biological boy, uh, to go into the girls' locker rooms, even 
at any time, including when the girls are uh, naked and putting on swimsuits. She says, absolutely not. I would not allow that. They said, okay, you're fired. Clear, clear, spill, you're fired. Crazy. And so she contacted Pacific Justice Institute, and we have already moved on this case. Uh, we've uh, filed an administrative complaint with the Equal Employment Opportunities Commission, and we've started the first stage of uh, what looks like is going to be a long legal battle, maybe all the way up to the Supreme Court. Uh, boy, I'll tell you, when you look at that, how bad it it really is, Brad, uh, understanding the, the whole uh, picture of our country. Now, my understanding also that Tucker Carlson got a hold or going to get a hold of because of just that very narrow majority of the uh, House of Representatives, um, they allowed uh, Tucker Carlson to get into the footage of January 6th, only to find that right now we're finding much of what we saw on the American news media, what the Democrats have been reporting, is all a big old lie. What's yes. your thoughts on this? Oh, yes. And, you know, there's a reason this material was was hidden. Uh, by the Democrats, why they didn't convey this information. They were hiding it because they knew that the truth was going to uh, go against their narrative, their deceptive, lying narrative. And so uh, I'm glad that this information is being released. You know, it's sort of, in a way, partly water under the bridge because we've already had the midterm election come and go. And that was what was so important to have that information so people could uh, hold their representatives accountable uh, for uh, for this. But uh, you know, we've got another election coming up in 2024, and hopefully the American people will uh, look at this information. And unfortunately, mainstream media is not carrying it. Uh, they don't want to acknowledge uh, how they were hiding and helping to assist in hiding information from the American people. So it's it's programs like this that are going to play a key role in Tucker Carlson and others uh, in getting out this information. Yeah, and and when you when you really look at all the things that are going on, um, the deception, the American news media that is absolutely deplorable. Uh, it is, they do not report the news. They are just advocacy journalists is all they are. They have an agenda. They don't care about truth and they want to, they want to misrepresent truth to the American people. Now, what do you think about the, the, uh, CIA or was it the FBI that was paying major news outlets not to report on the Hunter Biden laptop before the last election because they didn't want the truth uh, to be in the American people's hands. What's that about? I mean, isn't, isn't this weaponizing our our uh, law enforcement? Oh, yeah. It's it's a clear breach of, of trust and uh, by uh, the law enforcement and particularly the FBI. Uh, this is something I might think about would be with in Russia with the, the KGB. Um, that's sort of what I would expect, you know, they're paying money to the media and, and ordering them, you know, having them hush, 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 hush. Yeah, right. Exactly. But in a free society, you can't have that role in government, uh, especially high powered branches of government, like the, the FBI uh, or the Department of Justice, for that matter. They've also had some their hands in some dealings that have been very uh, misunfortunate. Uh, unfortunate. And so I think that. Uh, you know, moving forward, the American people have learned not to trust the FBI. I don't trust the FBI. Uh, I used to think, you know, that the FBI was commendable, above reproach, and so many people working for the FBI, I'm sure, are. But uh, as we go closer and closer to the top, that's where we see the corruption, and that's why we have seen at least 14 whistleblowers from the FBI uh, talking to members of Congress about the corruption, blatant corruption 
taking place in the FBI. Uh, you know, frankly, they could be monitoring this conversation right now. Well, I'm sure they are. You know, who knows? Who knows? Um, I hope I'm on next week. But <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but the bottom line is we shouldn't even have to even worry about that, uh, that, that kind of a, of a part of government that's in charge of, of, of law enforcement uh, being used for political purposes in silencing uh, truth and information and intimidating uh, entities and individuals. Yeah, you had the dog and pony show with Comey and the CIA as well. Uh, and, um, you know, weaponizing this. Now, one other last thing, and then we're going to go to the phones. Um, last, the beginning of last year, Joe Biden, without the approval of Congress, uh, the Senate or the House, signed into uh, law a digital currency. Now, this, friends, is one of the most dangerous things for American freedom that we know, because this is following almost footstep close to China. And what they do is they then rate you in China that you're a good communist citizen, that you dot the I's and cross the T's, and they give you a rating very much like a um, like a credit rating. Uh, they give you a rating. And then you're allowed to buy airplane tickets, bus tickets, buy a car, buy a house, whatever it might be. Uh, and if you are maybe voting for the opposite party or you don't go along or you support something that they don't like, they lower your credits, your 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 um, citizenship number down to the point where they can bankrupt you by just flipping a switch. That's what Joe Biden signed into law here in America. And the American news media is so corrupt, they didn't even report on this, which is a game changer. They're going to kill the American dollar, which they're trying their best right now to do anyway. But they're going to now install a digital currency. You don't touch money anymore. Uh, you're raided by the government. And so if you support a church, oh, well, that's a negative thing. That's, that's not pro-communistic. And so they will lower your, and then eventually they can just flip the switch. You're bankrupt. Tell us a little bit more about this because I am shocked that the American news media is so blatantly silent on this key problem that's going to affect every American because it's the end of your freedom. They will know everything about you, where you spend your money, where you go. If they don't like what you're doing, they shut your money off. They just flip a switch. You're done. Tell us about it. Yeah, it, it involves much uh, tighter control capacity for government over our assets, over our, our wealth, uh, this new digitizing of the, the currency. Now, if you look at the the secular liberal perspective on this, they'll say, hey, look, no, um, we need to do this because, number one, uh, it's inevitable we're going to have digital currency, and we want to make sure that the U.S. digital currency remains the dominant currency, just like the dollar is the dominant current, you know, world trade currency. We want to make sure that the Bitcoin, excuse me, that the U.S. digital currency dominates the digital currency. Uh, otherwise, our dollar could be very, could be greatly weakened down the road. That's their, their thinking. Also, uh, it arguably may give a greater uh, capacity for government to track down drug dealers and and you know uh, you know all kinds of things uh, dealing with the, the U.S. dollar and many people see the U.S. dollar and, and as as such as as terminal in a way because of all the corruption and the, and the counterfeiting and et cetera that's taking place. This would uh, make counterfeiting uh, not possible if you have a digital currency. There's a lot of 
good, you know, seemingly secular public policy arguments. The downside, though, is it opens up the flood door for corruption. Uh, and uh, with this greater control, uh, it leads uh, to, le- to less freedom. More security, more uh, leads to less freedom. That's the, that's the, uh, the, t- the exchange, if you will, between the, the two. And that's what uh, we should be very concerned about. That kind of control plays right in, I believe, to revelations and uh, the ability for government to, as you said, to dictate who can buy, who can sell, uh, who has capacity uh, to, uh, to utilize their digital currency and who does not. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a serious concern. Yeah, and again, going back to Revelation chapter 13, without the mark, name, or number, you will not be able to buy or sell. Who would have ever dreamed, Brad, a hundred years ago that technology would be at the point globally where they can, through digital currency, and to put a mark on you to identify that you are you and that you have a right to that amount of money that of this digital currency or whatever, which they can turn on or turn off at their will. Who had ever dreamed a hundred years ago that that would even be possible? And yet it's happening right now. It's already completely in place in China. And of course, with Biden's fascination with China and of course, according to Hunter Biden's laptop, the big guy is getting a big cut from China. Um, you know, you wonder how, how badly have we all been sold out here? Because I don't think, again, the, the, again, the, uh, there, there's no words low enough that I can, that I can say, uh, concerning the American news media. They are the worst. Now I'm not saying all of them, but I'm saying the alphabet networks, they're pretty scary. Uh, when you, when you really look and see how they can't tell the truth no matter what. I watched a, a democratic speaker, uh, talking about how our co- economy right now is more robust than it's been in 10 years. What planet are you from? Every time you go into the store, no matter what it is you want to buy is, is 2010% more than it was the last time you were in the store. And when you look and see that it's devaluing everybody's money that they've worked hard for, the 401ks, all that stuff, all gone because they're going to devalue it. Oh, yeah, well, everybody's going to be making $100 an hour, you know, in the new Democratic. Of course, a loaf of bread is going to be $500 a loaf, but they don't care about that, but it destroys your savings. And see, that's where it gets absolutely scary with these people. And again, I believe. That we are really, as, as I've shared so many times with everyone, work for the night is coming, Jesus said, when no one can work. We've, we need to be aware of the time we're in. And these people that say, Oh, Mike, it's always been this way since our fathers fell asleep. It's always remained this. No, it's not. And, uh, when you look at the nuclear capabilities now, they said they have now Iran has enriched uranium now to 87%. When it gets to be 90%, that is weapons grade. And they were never supposed to be able to refine uranium to 87%. But because of the $200 billion in gold that that Barack Obama gave Iraq or Iran, they're able to continue to buy what they need, export their weapons now to fight against uh, the Ukraine. We find North Korea in the same place. Uh, Brad, I, I believe Jesus, and when you begin to see these things, look up your redemption draws nigh. 
Yeah, and let's just ever forget why Russia has the capacity to continue its war against the uh, Ukraine. Uh, it's simple. It's because of oil and the price of oil. And the reason oil is where it is uh, is because the Biden administration shut off future drilling and exploration of oil in the United States, in North Dakota, Wyoming, and uh, places all uh, offshore, et cetera, so, uh, including uh, the, the Alaska. So they had, had we continued with the, the prior administration's policies, you know, we were energy independent, in fact. Now we're, we're back to where we were. We're now partially dependent and begging for oil production from other countries. That is increases, uh, the de- decreases supply, increases the price, and that makes, that's the number one revenue source for Russia, uh, and that's what they're using to be able to fund the war in U- Ukraine. We've done uh, Russia a huge favor, huge favor, by shutting off our oil and going against our own oil companies and natural gas companies uh, to uh, enable the Russia to uh, be propped up and in, in with its war, war activities. It's, uh, it's unthinkable what, what different administrations have done uh, to weaken our country, clearly against the public interest. Sure. And all that money going into the Middle East and all these things, rather than staying here in the United States. And of course, all of us are paying the terrible price at the pump still. Um, in Hawaii, I, I, in California, it's almost $5 a gallon. All oh, the prices have come. No, they haven't. They haven't come down at all. This is again, a, a, an American news media myth that they continue to perpetrate. You know, Brad is going to tell you, and then we'll go to the phones. You know, it's really funny. I, I've been looking at the rainfall, the snowfall in California, Oregon, Washington, the Midwest, even in the Rockies, record-breaking snow right now everywhere. And yet they have the audacity to come on and talk about global warming and, oh, all this water is barely put a dent in the drought. Let me tell you something. These guys couldn't report truth if it smacked them in the nose. They absolutely will lie. And when they get, and, and this is the old thing. When you get caught in a lie, uh, just keep telling it and tell it bigger. That's what Hitler said. If you're going to tell a lie, tell a big one. He was the master at it. And the American news media, uh, has followed suit so closely. It is amazing to me. Again, I, I think God just gave us a ultra wet year just to prove global warming is a myth. And it is. It's not real. They, they, you know, I, I read this thing one time and they had all these monitors on, oh, how the year, well, they moved the monitors. They were out in the field where they're supposed to be. Then they moved them close to a black parking lot. Oh, look, the temperatures have come up four degrees. Yeah, because you put the monitors in the middle of a parking lot that's black, not in a field where they were for the last 20 years. This is the manipulation of the facts. And honestly, friends, all of us, Christian and non-Christian, we're all being duped by a one-world system that is out to take away your freedoms. Listen, work for the night is coming. If you're not a Christian, today, the Bible says, is the appointed day of salvation. Very quickly, Brad, have you seen the movie Jesus Revolution yet? Oh, yes. I've, I've basically seen it three times. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I saw two-thirds of it. Uh, six months ago, when it was just uh, you know as a as a uh, prior review, uh, then I saw it uh, two more times actually since it's actually come out, and uh, it's it's a fantastic movie. Uh, it just really opens the eyes, particularly with a whole generation of Americans 
who don't even know what it was was like. What you know, they were born like in the in the seventies and the eighties. They they don't know what was going on with the Jesus Revolution. Uh, I was a young boy, so I have uh, some recollection of what was going on. But uh, it was it was really encouraging. A couple of things that I saw in that movie: two themes. One is that it's not about a person; um, it's about the work of God and the Holy Spirit. Um, that's really important because people say, "Oh, if we only had Chuck Smith here again, or we only had this person or that person." It's not about a person; it's about the work of God and surrendering to the work of God. And, and then number two, it's about willing to be uncomfortable. And work with and, and reach out and connect with people in our society who don't know the Lord, who may not be comfortable for those in the traditional Christian culture, if you will. And third, um, it's about the fact that revival can happen even amidst uh, the, the darkest times and circumstances. Uh, the time that that revival happened was a time of great social and cultural rebellion uh, against God, and yet and yet God moved incredibly in addressing. Uh, people who are seeking truth. They were going into drugs, thinking maybe drugs will do it, and drugs wasn't working. You know, Satan's fraud, uh, his, his alternatives, you know, puff out. They, they, never, they never work. Uh, I think today in our society, today, I think sex is a, a major uh, work of Satan to try to say, hey, this is, you know, give into this and this and this, and, and you'll be happy. Uh, do this to your brain, you know, change your body, do this. Uh, and, and yet they're not happy. Uh, suicide is, is still just as high uh, for those after they have a transgender uh, surgical procedure, if you will. So uh, I think that our society is is desperate. Uh, they're looking for, for different alternatives, but they need Jesus. And at the end of the day, uh, we need to be willing to step out of our, our comfort zones and being willing to open our arms and to welcome and to connect with those people uh, who need Jesus. So things may seem, seem complex. I want a great line in the movie, uh, Chuck Smith was saying, you know, things are just so complicated. And his wife, looking at, uh, leaning to him on the couch, said, no, actually, um, it's very simple. Truth is very simple. We just have to be willing to connect. Yeah, truth is simple. And, and by the way, if you, if, you told, if you were in a room full of people and you said, and you, everybody had a pencil and a piece of paper, and you say, okay, draw a straight line. Do you know everybody's, a uh, picture would look the same. Now, if you said to that same group of people, draw a curved line, do you know nobody's picture would match in the entire room? Everybody would have a little bit different angle, a little bit different length, a little bit different everything. Truth is simple. Complicated bending of truth Always leads to complications. Always. Let's go to the phones. We have Curtis on the line, Twin Falls, Idaho. Hi, welcome. Hey, thank you for having me on your radio show. I really appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, I've got a question, but I wanted to say that uh, America, our government's taken a playbook out of Joseph Goebbels' uh Propaganda. It's all propaganda news anymore. Yeah, it's terrible. It's, it's not even worth watching. Uh, they sit there in their red, white, and blue newsrooms and make everybody think they're telling him, And they're just lying through their teeth. You know, well, the last election was not compromised. It was a complete—no, it wasn't. We proved it here at CSN. They're lying again. 
A guy in California gets nine mail-in ballots in his mailbox. That's a legitimate, legitimate uh, election? Come on, CBS, ABC, NBC, Fox, you know, well, maybe not Fox, but uh, certainly MSNBC. No, it wasn't legitimate. It was a, a fraud. And everybody, the problem is everybody knows it and the judges know it. That's why they won't hear it. Don't, don't you think that's a little bunny trail here? Don't you think, Brad, this is one of the reasons why the judges won't hear it? Because they know if they do, the facts is, the facts are presented that it's going to be overwhelmingly proved that the whole election system now in America is fraud with the mail-in ballots, dead people voting, um, uh, you know, illegals voting. Your thought real fast, and then we'll 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 get back. Yeah, absolutely. We have um, you know massive voter fraud. I think many judges don't want to get their hands in it. Uh, we need election reform without a doubt. We have the proper election reform can really address a lot of these issues, including the machines that are used going back to traditional balloting. Uh, it's, it's, it's right there, but we need character, politicians and statesmen with character uh, to support that and not listen to distractions. Uh, bottom line, uh, honest elections, valid elections benefit everyone. It benefits our nation, uh, investment in our nation, trust in our nation, and it's critical to the survival of our nation. So sorry about that, Curtis. What was your question? How can we help? No, that's fine. Um, my question is about Leviticus uh, 26.1, um, about where it says, ye shall make no idols nor graven image. Uh, I had somebody give me a picture the other day, and it, it's got a picture of the person that they say is Jesus. You know, the, the person that they always use to represent Jesus. I was just wondering, is that considered a graven image? Well, I think if you worship it, it is. I think anything can be a, a graven image. And this is why the Bible says in the Ten Commandments not to have uh, make any idols graven images. Now, the Catholic Church, of course, has taken the liberty to eliminate that. Oh, yes, it's all the way in the Bible, all good, dating back as far as manuscripts. It's in there. They took and eliminated it took out their felt marker, just marked it out, and then took the 10th commandment, split it in two, so they would still have 10 commandments. What fraud, I'll tell you. Brad, it's a thought. Your, your thoughts? Yeah, it's, uh, it is most unfortunate. Uh, and I think one of the problems with the graven image is it, it takes our eyes off, off Christ, uh, the author and perfecter of our faith. Anything that takes our eyes off Christ um, is... Is, uh, is, is, is fraudulent and is something we should uh, re be reject as, as followers of Jesus. Hey, we're coming up on a break, everyone. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Brandt along with Sherry here. And so you hear me doing these spots for MediShare, and Sherry actually helps me with them. I get people actually in person saying, okay, Brandt, for real, do you recommend this? Like, yeah, uh, for real, I actually do. I'm not just saying stuff, so... Family, friends ask me about it. I'm like, yes, you should look into this. It's really a great option for a lot of people. That's what I tell people. My experience has been MediShare has been fantastic for me. Yeah. It's so different from health insurance in a lot of great ways, honestly. Yeah. And see, a lot of people who've switched tell me that it's the same reaction. They're very, very happy with it. And it gives them peace of mind and saves them a lot of money. I would tell people, look into it. Yep. Uh, so really, for reals, uh, if you want to talk to them, they're great to talk to. I think you'll be impressed and happy you looked into it so 
Um, you do the phone number. I'm actually tired of doing all the phone numbers. You okay. Do Call now. 855-91-BIBLE. That's 855-91-BIBLE. 855-91-BIBLE. Nice job. Thanks. Hi, friends. Pastor Chapin from Calvary Chapel University with really great news for you. Calvary Chapel University is offering you outstanding scholarships to attend Calvary Chapel University to start or complete your degree. Go to calvarychapeluniversity.edu and apply today. Perhaps you remember the story in the Bible where Jesus goes to the man in the pool of Siloam and he simply says, what do you want me to do for you? The paralyzed man had an excuse. Well, there's an angel and he stirs the water and people butt in front of me. Jesus simply said to him, take up your pallet and walk. In all of our lives, there's that one moment where our step of faith is required. At Calvary Chapel University, we want to be a helper of your joy. As such, we're offering you outstanding scholarships to complete or start your college degree. Go to calvarychapeluniversity.edu and apply today. And like David Guzik, who's a board member and a recent graduate, you can earn your college degree. Go to calvarychapeluniversity.edu. Back to part two of Every Man and Answer here on this Friday afternoon with Brad Dacus from PJI.org, representing people like you and me, organizations against tyrannical government. And uh, when we went to the break, we were speaking with Curtis about graven images. And, you know, really, Curtis, just to add to what Brad said, I really believe that the minute that we start in our own personal understandings of trying to make a picture of God, I think we do that as a very much an injustice to God. The Bible says, heaven is my throne, earth is my footstool. What house, he said to David, would you build for me? And I believe that, again, when we try to take the majesty of God and make a little picture of it or a graven image of it or a picture on the wall or a statue or something along that line, I believe... We really do an injustice to God. That's why those that worship God worship him in spirit and in truth. In spirit means that though I can't see God, God is so much bigger than anything I could comprehend anyway than to try to take a picture and say, okay, now this this is what represents God. I think we run into all kinds of problems with that. Now, do I think a picture of Jesus hanging on a wall of a kid's room is is bad? No. But I think if that's the only way you relate to God is with a picture or a plastic Jesus glued to the dashboard of your car or or some statue where you kiss the toe or whatever, absolutely. This is where we have moved our worship, our focal point from God, invincible, controlling the universe, to a fixed object made with man's understanding and man's concept. Very dangerous Hope that answers it for you, Curtis. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. I sure do appreciate you guys, and thank you for answering my question for me. Well, God bless you, and thanks so much for the call. And uh, stay in line. We'll send you out some books and DVDs I think you'll really enjoy. Let's go to Peter, Montana. Hi, welcome. <clears throat> How you doing? We're, uh, Good. We're, thank- we're thankful for the PG- PJI. The guy's doing a fantastic job with his 
people. Uh, they're fighting the fight. They've got uh, they're they're standing in the gap. Um, as far as uh, what you're doing yourself, having network that is so vast and so wide, it's 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 just great. Um, that being said. The end of the book of uh, Mark, it talks about uh, things that you'll see, and and some manuscripts say it, and some don't. But you know, you'll see people getting healed, and you'll see cast out demons. And there's a lot of people that are mentally ill that quite possibly could be demons. But you know, even even people that have been around have been drawn back when they hear somebody say they're casting out a demon. And I don't know if that has to do with you know, uh, having having a form of godliness but denying its power. But there's a lot going on that, you know, Simon the Zealot is, you know, I've been that guy for a lot of years, and I'm trying to decide whether or not I should stay dug in there. But, you know, the problem isn't really, oh, Biden, he's, he's a symptom. The problem is anybody that's a Christian when they look in the mirror, that's the problem, because God says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways, I will heal their land. And so that's that's the direction I was looking for with this thing at the end of Mark. Where are the people that are doing this stuff so that we can all join unified and stand in the gap together? Well, first of all, the last part of the book of Mark when you get into NIV, NAS, some of these other ones that were based on the Alexandrian texts, the book of Mark just ends abruptly. There's no resurrection. There's no finishing of the book. That's why I reject it. Uh, when you go to Texas Receptus, though, we do find the end of the book of Mark. And really, either way, the last part of the book of Mark, based on the Texas Receptus, uh, manuscripts does not really add anything new that isn't found elsewhere in the scripture. But to just leave a book like Mark without a resurrection in it, all this kind of stuff in chapter 16 is, is really pretty, pretty bad. Now, what happened? Were the manuscripts in the Alexandrian text lost or burnt or whatever? And that's why they didn't do it. I don't know, but I know for sure the book of Mark would not have ended the way it did. And so that's why I have a lot of problems with the uh, Alexandrian texts out of Alexandria, Egypt, where uh, many of, of today's Bible versions have come from. The older Texas Receptus, though, is is that which I believe is is probably the most accurate that we have, and that's based really on your King James, New King James uh, Bible. Your thought? Yeah, I, I agree, and I think people need to be very careful um, when they uh, just uh, ch choose to uh, accept uh, a scripture that is the, uh, the the narrowest or the uh, that you know. It's uh, I, I know this has been addressed before. I know Pastor Chuck. Uh, addressed a, a similar topic like this, uh, uh, dealing with uh, you know the Lord's Prayer and, and the ending of that, and and people say, oh yeah, this this must have been added on, but actually in that situation, when you go back uh, to uh, earlier in uh, scripture and writings, um, that language was actually uh, you know there and established, so it it didn't contradict 
at all what was um, acknowledged before in the past and past writings. So uh, in the same way, I, I agree with you regarding this. Uh, uh, it's it's not um, an aberration of the messaging. And uh, without it, it, it seems inconclusive and uh, sort of just dropping you off. So I, I agree with your, your determination. And, you know, when you ask, where are those people like today? You know, I, I believe they're there. I believe they're out there. But most Christians don't live outside of their comfort zone, so you really don't need a miracle. I believe that if you stretch the fact, if you go and you put your life on the line, if you're a, a missionary or or, or um, you're, you're, you're standing up against a, a corrupt system, much of the church systems in the late 60s were corrupted. I mean, they were all about money and, and uh, you know, very little of God's word was being taught. You stand up. Hey, I believe this is where God then uh, supernaturally empowers his people to have these miracles that authenticate what they're saying is true. And most of us do not live outside of our comfort zone. So you really don't need a miracle. Think of one thing right now for all of us listening right now, where you need a miracle today to make a decisive challenge to somebody in their faith in Jesus Christ. Well, I don't even witness to anybody. Well, then why would you need miracles? You, you see, I, I believe that when we step out in faith, the Bible says signs and wonders follow those that believe. If you really believe something, you're going to be talking about it. And as you talk about it, I believe that's where the power of God is at. And this is one of the things that I knew Lonnie Frisbee that's in the Jesus movie. Uh, and and uh, he, he uh, came to our church in Twin Falls and, and we had about a week, oh, I, a week or 10 days of, of just services every night. It was really great back and third and third for all those that were there. It was a, a mini Jesus movement uh, uh, again. In fact, uh, Chuck Smith's son said, this is the most Calvary Chapel I've ever been outside of the Calvary Chapel in Costa Mesa. Um, and, and, you know, to see how, how the Lord used Lonnie. And, and so people were bringing their friends to church and God was just doing amazing things. Uh, but it's when we step out of our comfort zone. Well, I don't want to rock the boat. You know, I'm cool. You're cool. You believe what you want. I'll believe what I want. Let's all just groove together, man. No, that is not where you're going to see the power and the miracles of God. It's when we step out in faith, being directed by God, that's where I believe we see the power and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Peter, I hope that helps. You know, a lot of that... Uh... Is grasped together with the, you know, the the belief and the um, and having a, a form of godliness, but not uh, believing in the power and stepping out of your comfort zone is, you know, the whole look in the mirror and why are you standing there instead of reaching out. Um, that is where we're all looking for uh, the Savior is in our comfort zone and so we're not doing what the savior would have us do which is stepping out of it and carrying our cross so thanks yeah, for well, remember well remember only peter is the one that walked on the water everybody else stayed in the comfort zone of the boat it was peter that got out of the boat 
And that's where he walked on water. Well, he sank. Yeah, but you know what? He walked on water for a short period of time. That would have been really cool. And so as I look at that, I realize a couple of things. Stepping out of your comfort zone is an act of faith. And without faith, it's impossible to please him. Any last thoughts, Brad? Yeah, I, I know in my own life, uh, when God has worked the most dramatically, uh, miraculously, have been those times when I've been the most desperate, the most in need. After my auto accident when I was a teenager, uh, you know, should I start Pacific Justice Institute? Those are when God came through, and I had a much higher desperation and a much higher uh, need to cling to Him and keep my eyes on Him. And uh, you know, we don't we don't like those times in our lives, but uh, they're not comfortable. Uh, but they uh, facilitate a stretching of faith and the work of God. Uh, and so uh, when we find, deal with these opportunities, these, these times in our lives, uh, these need to be uh, times when we uh, cling to the Lord. I notice, you know, Peter, he, he walked on the water, but that's when he had his eyes on Jesus, uh, the author and perfecter of his faith. Uh, and that's what we need to do if, if we want to see uh, the work of God. We need to have our eyes on him and relying on him and acknowledging him in all in all things uh, as he directs our paths. Amen. I hope that helps, Peter. Stay online. We'll send you out a couple of books, a couple of DVDs, and again, just continue to go with God. Uh, send you out the movie Jesus as well. Peter, God bless you. And, um, and um, um, bless you. So let's go to Diane, Spokane, Washington. Hi, welcome. Hi. How may we help? Well, I have a question I don't understand, and it seems like it's hardly ever talked about, but uh, the latter, I think it says angels who are ascending and descending from heaven, and I, I have no idea what that means and why. And then my second question is, did Paul ever get, did God ever take the thorn out of Paul's side? We never find that it was ever taken from his side. Paul asked the Lord three times to take that infirmity away from him. Now, I think it's interesting. The Bible does not say what that infirmity is. So I believe that is written that way. So all of us in one way or another can relate. I think we all have certain infirmities in our life that we ask the Lord many times to remove. Some are more severe than others. Some are more severe in other people than others. But he asked the Lord three times to take it away, and the Lord said to Paul, My grace is sufficient for thee. In other words, God's goodness towards us will override the infirmity that's in our life. That's, But it's where you focus. It's what you look at. You know, you've seen people that say, Oh, what a beautiful day it is. The park is so beautiful, and, and I just want to sit down here in the grass and just enjoy the leaves on the trees and the blue sky and the lawn. Well, there's worms in the lawn, and I don't want to sit on the lawn. There might be an ant in the lawn. See, it's what you look at. And my grace is sufficient for you. Maybe not look at what you don't have in your life, but look at what you do have. And I believe that's why we find that um, uh, that way. And that Jacob's Ladder is an interesting place that we find in the book of Genesis. And it tells us that there was angels going up and down on this ladder in um, uh, uh, Jacob's dream. 
which tells me that there's a lot of supernatural activity here on this earth. Now, we're very much aware of it, especially when you see Hollywood, the demonic stuff that they're churning out uh, hour after hour. Uh, you know, uh, you look at some of the Batman movies, just pure wickedness right from the pit of hell. I mean, who even thinks of stuff like this? You know, a kid's, so to speak, a kid's show, Batman, and, and you have that kind of wickedness, you know, people, all kinds of evil, terrible things. But we also know that the Holy Spirit's alive and well on the planet Earth, working on people. And again, when we share the gospel, we're just confirming to many people what the Holy Spirit's already been working on in their life to get their life right with God. Somebody said one time, pastor friend of mine, we're going to have him on next week, Mike McIntosh. Somebody made a joke one time, and they said, Mike McIntosh, yeah, when he sneezes, a thousand people get saved. Well, is it that he was uh, supernatural sneezes? No, it's just that Mike understands that our lives are not by accident. They're divinely, a righteous man's footsteps are directed by the Lord, and that the Holy Spirit has been working uh, supernatural things in people's lives, not the angels coming down on the ladder in their lives. And all we do as representatives of Jesus is give them an opportunity to receive Christ as our Savior. Your thoughts, Brad? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, going back to the, the film, The Jesus Revolution, um, it's not about men. It's not about what we're doing. At the end of the day, it's about the work of the Holy Spirit and following the Holy Spirit and not getting in the way of the Holy Spirit, uh, reaching out and, and moving. Uh, oftentimes, Christians in our society, we watch the news so much, we get discouraged. We act start acting as though the rapture has happened and we were left behind. But <laughs> the reality is, uh, no, God is pouring out his spirit. In fact, he will pour out his spirit upon all flesh uh, before he comes. And uh, I think we need to uh, be excited about that and open to uh, the work of God in our society. The Holy Spirit is not in uh, intimidated by technology or where we may be uh, in terms of human advancement. No, uh, God is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we need to be open for the powerful work of God in our lives and in the lives of those around us and, and be open uh, for, uh, for us to uh, to be utilized uh, as a as a conveyor of that hope and truth. I hope that answers it for you, Diane. Yeah, you guys are great. I sure appreciate it, and God bless you both. Well, God uh, is good, and um, God just lets us all work with Him and, and every one of us. Yeah. Be about our daddy's business. Same line, Diane. Send you out a couple of books, a couple of DVDs, the movie Jesus. I think you'll really enjoy it. Great for evangelism. And we'll go to Bob, Susanville, California. Hi, welcome. Hey, Pastor Mike, Brad. Hey, I've got a question for you. Um, it is, who will reign with Christ in the millennium? The Bible clearly says that we will rule and reign with him during the millennium. All those who um, were in faith, at the time, I believe, up to the end of the tribulation period. Now, of course, those that go in the rapture, uh, they're at the reward seat of Christ. We'll have that. But the, the Bible also says those that die in the tribulation period will also rule and reign with Christ. Now, those that are believers during the millennium who die, they don't live again until the thousand years are up. That's, the Bible clearly t teaches that. In other words, they don't die and then pop back out of the ground and they're ruling and reigning with Christ. So there is a real reward for those who seek him now. There's a reward for those that are martyred for Christ during the millennia. Your thoughts? 
Yeah, uh, exactly. I, I, I like the fact that God is not a respecter of persons. Um, you know, he, he knows our hearts and, and he's working in our, our lives. And, uh, and he uh, uh, gives us that incredible uh, opportunity. Oftentimes we as believers, uh, we just think of the, you know, the afterlife as sort of this ab- ab- abstract thing. And of course we cannot fully put our hands around it and understand it with the dimension that we're in. It's uh, we see through a veil dimly. Um, but uh, yet at the same time, uh, there, the scripture does open up uh, some, uh, some, some little you know, gold nuggets about uh, what we can expect. And, and the fact that we're not just going to be up there with, with harps and uh, that uh, no, God's going to be continuing to work and be glorified through us uh, after, uh, after we're gone and after we go to be with the Lord. And uh, I think that's, uh, it gives us a, a, a continued encouragement as we uh, think about uh, what awaits us uh, as we make decisions here on earth. Hope that helps, Bob. Uh, do you have a couple of references for that, or is there too many of them? Uh, there are. Um, and um, uh, let's see, I, I can I can probably get that for you before the end of the show. Um, so stay on, and I'll, I'll uh, uh, tell people what those are. Uh, I don't have them right in front of me, uh, but uh, but they are there. Um, Brad, any any last thoughts? Yeah, just uh, that we can um, just you know be confident and uh, and know that uh, that God is going to uh, uh, be glorified in our lives, uh, not just now but also uh, later on, and and that uh, uh, he's he's got an exciting plan for. Us. He loves us; we're his children. And you think of a father, you know. Uh, fathers who loves their children aren't just going to say, well, I don't know what's going to happen next week with them. I don't know. Uh, father who loves his kids are going to be, boy, planted, excited, engaged about the future. And our Heavenly Father loves us so much more than our earthly parents. Uh, it's going to be exciting to see what he has in store for us. Amen. And, um, you know, when we look at this, um, uh, there's a lot of them. I'll just give you a few here. Second uh, Timothy 2.12. If we endure, we will also reign with him. Um, we also find uh, uh, Romans 12. You can look at that chapter as well. Um, um, Revelation 20, verses 4 through 6 uh, in the King James Version. Um, there's others there, but those are just a few. Hope that helps. Okay. Thank you, Pastor Mike, Brad. God bless Good. you, and Thank thanks you. so much. For the call. We had a caller who couldn't stay with us. He was asking the question, what can we do to limit China's influence in the United States? Because we know that the communist government is antichrist. Uh, they have, they're, they're not a free society. They are nothing more than a bunch of little worker bees. And of course, in the communist manifesto and understanding that you're there for the greater good, there is no heaven. There is no hell below us. Uh, so you're just here. Get in line. Be one of the commune people in the communist party. And, and, uh, and so therefore the state will supply all your needs according to their riches, not God. And so they view God as a, as a uh, competition, you might say. And so this is why China and the communist countries are closed to the gospel. Why even now Russia is jamming 
many of the shortwave broadcasts into Russia so people can hear what's going on. I mean, what kind of a society does that? They they curtail the Internet in China so people can't really find out what's going on. Um, uh, again, we find this this information um, uh, selectiveness that we find to bring people to the wrong conclusion. And as America's duped, losing our freedoms by the hour, Brad, what's your ta- what's your take on it? Well, several points uh, I can make on this. Uh, first off is militarily. Um, we have to increase our, our, our military, our strength, and, and also um, our increase our, our security. Uh, right now, China, they don't invent weapons. They just steal ours and copy, copy it ours. Mm-hmm. through espionage. So we need tighter espionage uh, regulations and regulations of those who are being allowed to have access to uh, military secrets, including in the private sector. Uh, we need to deal with, as far as trade, we need to go back to the policies of the former administration uh, where we uh, make sure we have fair trade and, and we use utilize sanctions uh, appropriately to encourage independence from China. I think that's uh, very important. Um, you know, we need to also uh, analyze our universities and we need to expose and bring to the surface those that are taking money from communist China and uh, like the University of Pennsylvania, uh, where the Chinese give lots of money. And lo and behold, that happens to be where uh, Biden has his political uh, machine there. Uh, you know, it's just assumed by many that it's probably been made accessible to the Chinese and, and information. Uh, that's where that's where classified documents were were found. So there's a there's a lot we need to do also with regard to economic investment in the United States. You know, the Chinese own over 300,000 acres of farmland in the United States and growing. Uh, that's a, a direct threat on our own uh, economic independence and, and substance for that matter. Uh, so there's uh, there's so much that we need to do. We need definitely decisive, strong leadership. Um, and, uh, you know, when, when you hear the, the Congress starting to talk about, well, we need to give more executive power to the president uh, because there's decisive things that need to be done on a timely manner. We know that there's uh, that it's, it's become much more serious and their eyes are opening up. That's the only good thing is that their eyes are opening up and they realize that the status quo cannot continue for our national security and our economic interests. No, we're we're watching the death of a nation right now. And once again, that's why work for the night is coming when no one can work. Friends, we need to be about our daddy's business every moment, all the time. And again, as we had an earlier caller, that's where you'll see the miracles of God. Uh, and uh, once again, um, really enjoy, Brad, you being on the program today. Again, uh, Brad, myself, we can't say enough good about uh, Jesus' revolution Something on a Friday night, hmm, or Saturday night, hmm, you could go do, um, bring somebody along, and uh, you never know how God will use that. But you know, those that experienced it, and I was there, I, I, uh, I think it's a pretty good, pretty good picture of what happened not so long ago. So um, anyway, hope to you guys all uh, go to church this Sunday. Brad, thanks so much for being on. Again, check Brad's website out, pji.org. Thanks, Brad, for being on. Oh, thank you. It's always a pleasure. God bless. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Until then, keep looking up.
To find out more about this ministry or to receive a copy of today's program, please call 1-800-357-4226 or write us to Every Man and Answer, P.O. Box 391, Twin Falls, Idaho, 83303. That toll-free number is 1-800-357-4226. Subscribe to the free podcast on iTunes by searching for To Every Man and Answer in the iTunes store or visit us online at csnradio.com slash T-E-M-A. To Every Man and Answer is a production of CSN International, the Christian Satellite Network. The opinions expressed by our guests may or may not be those of CSN International or of this station. 